We've got Brian Howie in to discuss the Me Too movement and how it's impacted the dating world and whether we may never recover in time. While we sip on our nightcap, the classic La Quoctail. Tonight on It's Complicated. You're listening to It's Complicated with your hosts, Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli, coming to you live from the AfterBuzz TV studios in Los Angeles, California. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for an all-new episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I am Jen. And I am not Jen. <laughs> Every time it's so exciting. I'm Lauren. <sighs> Still. Better when I'm not, Jen. <laughs> oh, boy, guys. Okay. And today <laughs> it is also a better day because we are discussing how the Me Too movement has affected dating and how we may never recover in time. We have a guest that's going to, you know, help us debate and discuss that in time for what? I don't know yet. No, I don't know. Before we, the end of the world? The end of the world, which might be happening soon because it's like a million degrees out and something's wrong. And all the bad things are happening, but we can get to that on a different show because yes. we just talk about love and shit here. And um, that's not bad. No, never hurts you. Um, you've seen Brian on our show before, guys, exactly one year ago to be exact. Wait, by like two days. Legit? Um, it was, uh, today is what, the 22nd? He was on our show August 24th, 2017. Whoa! Mm-hmm. We did not do that on purpose. That is serendipity. At its finest. Yeah. Um, just like love. But anywho, so here's a little refresher about Brian. He's the host and creator of America's number one dating. He is also America's number one dating enthusiast. Yeah. Brian is an award-winning director, producer, and the author of How to Find Love in 60 Seconds. That's right. And Brian's podcast, The Great Love Debate, is based on the national touring series of live shows hosted by Brian. And he is joined in studio weekly with celebrity guests, the most dynamic voices in love and dating and relationships and, and us sometimes and us and you guys can listen in as you know Brian and his panel of fantastical people raise questions and answers about dating and relationships and they answer the or try to answer the age-old question why is everyone still single why why well we're not so that's cool no we're not but well, like we can also tell you are. why we're not yeah and that too and so Brian probably can tell you why he I bet you he knows he, he'll say why you're not single anymore and why I'm not single anymore because well, he knew us before and right. he'll be spot on. Oh yeah, well, he'll we'll, be like, we'll he'll have be to like, ask him that. He like is like a dating Yoda. He looks at you and he's like da 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 da, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that was it. That is so. That's why Amen. I don't know why I'm not single anymore. Brian knows though. I also know. Yeah. But anywho, okay. Um, but Ooh. guys, now you can also listen to Brian discuss other fun things on his podcast, The Great Food Feud, mm. and he is, you know, known as America's most prominent provocateur. So he brings it to you fresh and feisty each week on the podcast for the passionate palate. Um, and that's cute. You'll find out about must-have meals, peculiar preferences, strong opinions, um, celebrities and personalities, and industry food people will talk about the best of the best and the worst and preferences and all kinds of fun it goes, things. A lot of those things go along with like dating and finding love, just put into food. Uh, yeah, and then also food left on meat. And food is also like a thing that you do when you're dating. Exactly. Sex, food, sex, more food. Going to dinners, cooking for each other. Alcohol. Food sex. 
food sex. That's the things. <laughs> and speaking of pairing things with things and food and alcohol, our nightcap tonight, before we get into all of this talk about Me Too and shit, we are drinking our classic look cocktail. Mm-hmm. It's the house drink. It's the house drink. This time we're doing Pamplemousse, the only LaCroix flavor that is not just called what it is. It's the French grapefruit. <laughs> and our spa girl, uh, spa martini vodka, because it's got cucumber in there and it tastes amazing. Mm-hmm. And so basically we're having a salad. We're having a salad. and um, Which is a food. We like this drink over and over again, just like we like Brian to be on our show over and over again. Mm-hmm. It never gets old. And... Drinking a few of these will make you enthusiastic about dating, too. So that's why we're drinking it Mm -hmm. Mm in honor of Brian. Cheers. Mm -hmm. Cheers. Um, So we're going to keep it complicated, as we do every week. And I'm going to tell you guys that uh, the dad. Oh, yeah. The one that I'm dating, not my Mm -hmm. actual one, because, no. So uh, he had his daughter all weekend. And so that basically was, like, my weekend off from being in a relationship. Not really, like, a hall pass in that way. But I made sure I saw all the people. Yeah, I mean, it was stacked with so many family and friend people and wine. I'm still hungover, so I'm going to drink my drink right now. As hair of my the dog. Three days later, hair of the dog, because I still am suffering because I'm in my 30s and wine hurts. It does. Wine really does hurt. It, vodka is much easier. Um, I had a very lazy weekend of eating shitty food and watching TV, and I rode bird scooters and saw Crazy Rich Asians. How was that? It's cute. It's like a Disney movie. But it's cute, though. She's it's like, like the Mulan of... Me- yeah, I mean, Romantic it's just comedies. very like Disney, but it's cute, though. I mean, see it for sure. It's very pretty. Oh, good. And um, my boyfriend is going to Burning Man, so there's that. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Really? <gasps> Over Labor Day weekend, right? Yeah. Or is it a whole week? Yeah, no. Well, he's like leaving after this on Monday, so after this weekend. What do you do there in the sand for I don't fucking know. Like, I can't. I'm, it's just not my jam. I get that there's, like, things there that are probably cool. I wouldn't be totally against it. There's parts of it that I know I'd be like, ugh. But Like the outside part? I could go for, like, a two days or something, and then I'd probably be like, gotta go. That's <sighs> enough. I just, like... Who's he going with? Noel, oh. our friend, and, like, a group of people that I don't know. And that's fine. I'm just, like, it's weird. It's whatever. Okay. Well. He keeps asking me for costume items. Like, can I wear one of your furs? I was like, ah, fuck no. You cannot wear one of my furs. Listen, anything that's got costumes as adults makes me really concerned. Yeah, things from Amazon keep coming in the mail. Like, be striped socks and wings and weird glass. I'm like, you're 41. I don't. I don't understand. I'm it. like trying to be supportive, but let's be real. Okay, it's an experience. Okay, my guy. I want him to have part experience. Of, I want mine him to was have part fun. of like some flower community, or no, it's called the Rainbow Community. I don't know. Some what? people that like traveled and did weird, I don't know, camping things. Oh, oh, and oh, like wackiness ensued mm. or something. So he told me, and I'm like, are you sure? I feel like you're a little like. He's more square. He yeah, seems. but maybe but he, apparently not. So hey, let it out. Uh, he did, and I was like, well, "Who am I dating?" Hopefully, there were no incidents that going to come back and bite him like Me Too style. No, no, no. He didn't really like engage that much. It was mm. more like I was disconnected for a week, and it was camping, oh, and oh. he's still trying to get me to go camping. I'm like, I think you have a daughter for that. I luck. Oh, I luckily don't have to go to everything oh, that you do. Oh my god, choices. Well, maybe he'll invite you one day, and you'll go. Please don't. All right. Well, we're going to invite <laughs> our guest in because we need to get to crack in on some other things <laughs> like me, too. So fun. No, but we really do want to debate this. So, Brian <laughs> Howie, thank you for being here. Hi. Yes. I can't Hi. believe it's been a year. I mean, we've seen you since, but like. Since I've been on here? Yeah. yeah. Did you know that? I came to your show. I know that you have not been on 
either of my podcasts in a long, long time. Either of you on either podcast. We're playing hard to get. Yes. Clearly. So I had to come back to the Valley. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Also, and it worked. We did go to your uh, great love debate, though, when you had Ben Higgins on yeah. and some other people. Brandy Grandville. Yeah, Glendale. her. Yeah. So tall. I still can't understand how tall She's she is. She's very tall. She was very feisty. Oh. oh, my God. She was funny. That was fun. Yeah. Totes. Very fun. She freaked out Ben. Oh, yeah. yeah, she freaked out a lot of people, I think. <laughs> I think yeah, I think she freaked out but, some people. But, I mean, whatever. She, I don't think she really cares about no. that, does she? She does not. No. no. Drinking and dating is I wonder thing. if she has any Me Too stories. I bet you she does. Oh, my God. I'm surprised nothing's come out yet. Or maybe she's the well, person that she... is initiating. Oh. I did her podcast the day after we did that show. Yeah. And she was like, I have to just keep everything in my next book. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to name all the names. So I guarantee she has tons stories. of stories. Yeah. She's oh. on both sides of the story. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she's <laughs> got some chutzpah behind her. Do you know what oh, that is? Yes, does. I do. Oh, good. Thank you for the Jewishness of that. Um, mm. Brian, you always ask people on great love debate podcast questions. Like, isn't it like, what was your worst date ever or something? Is best that the, or worst? Or best or worst or something? Worst date or first date? Yeah. Oh, that. worst date or first date. We have a couple like rapid fire questions that we just want to like. Are we going to start with the rapid fire? I'm just going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Does size matter? Yeah. Not to me. <laughs> it might. What about a size of a vagina? Or um, boobs? Or an ass? I think we're happy to be there, honestly. I don't <laughs> think we're that particular. It's the old, uh, there's no bad pizza line. Oh. Some people would disagree you know, with on that. Your, Some on people your, would. You're asking on me. On your podcast, People would disagree with that. There's bad pizza thing. On my other podcast. Yes. Yeah, right. maybe. Um, I don't... I don't know. You're an equal opportunity employer? Sort. I don't think there's such a thing. Okay. okay. Um, Jen, Jen Aniston or Angelina Jolie? Uh, Jen Aniston, but they're closer on the uh, crazy scale than you would think. Okay. <laughs> All right. It did, I mean, I like that that's what you picked out of it because you could have gone Angelina because she's super hot and badass and kind of scary and like yeah, Jennifer like Aniston's more like, or, yeah. like America's sweetheart. Well, but you picked the, the crazy like, element. I like girls that are what I call uh, a blue lobster. What's that? Rare? A blue lobster. It's an old casting term. It's an old casting term from back in the days. Look at you on our One casting out of couch. every uh, 20,000 lobsters or something is born blue. No. Yeah. So a blue lobster, what I call it, is a uh, girl, a woman. Can I say girl here? You can I say got whatever trouble in New York. Oh, please. Uh, is one who can be, depending on her mood or what she's trying to do, she can be cute or pretty or hot. Oh. And a lot are two out of three. Very few are all three. Jennifer Aniston is all three. Okay. Angelina Jolie is, has no cute in her. Yes, totally true. No cute in her. Totally true. Not right. even when she was a kid, she wasn't cute. She no, was like kind of crazy. She right. looked, so a lot of women yeah. have two out of three, and uh, Angelina does not fall into that category. Okay. Splitting the check on the first date. Yes no, or no? Absolutely. This is not even like, it okay. is absolutely no. The men do not want to have you offer to pay. If you offer to pay, it tells him one of three things, none good. It either says, this is not a date, or I don't want to owe you anything, or we're not doing this again. So your profuse, enthusiastic thank you goes so much farther than your 60 bucks or your half-assed offer. Right. 
Thank him. Do not offer. But okay, so okay, so let's just get right into this yeah, Me Too so, thing. So okay, with the whole thing about like gender roles changing and everyone's so PC and no every like I mean just right now Brian's yeah. like, can I say girl? Right, like, like you're because scared. I said it in New York and a woman stood up and she's like. Do you see how derogatory you are to Why? women? You called us girls, and I said, What's "Does anybody with- here mind me calling you girls?" And she and everybody, all the women were like, no. "No." And I go, "You don't even understand your own gender." A lot of women think because I'm a woman, I understand women, and I always say, "You understand you." Yeah. Same with me. I wrote my book thinking that I understood men. All I understood was me. Yeah. I don't understand men. Right. Because I, I care about men. Right. I also think that <laughs> what is the problem with saying girl? It's like when people get weirded out about describing someone, and like somebody. a black guy, and they're like, um, that black guy over there. I'm like, why the fuck are you whispering? Uh, why, I know. What is the, it's the description Say of the girl person? to some 24-year-old. She will flip out. I just, don't I just don't understand, understand why. Okay, like, is it insulting to be a girl? Is it because you feel like it's like a younger qualification or that you don't have your shit together and that you're not like... But so what? But if you call if, me a woman, I might if, actually also be offended and be like, oh, do you think I'm old? I ask this question <laughs> yeah. a lot at our Great Love Debate shows. How many prefer a girl? How many prefer a woman? How many prefer a lady? How many prefer... It's like a third either way. And so that's part of the problem with sure. this whole... You know, you want to talk about the problem with the Me Too. The Me Too problem when it comes to dating. And again, it's a good thing. We should have these conversations or whatever. Yeah. But this illusion that I hear all the time, the women have never been more united and it's going to change. The women have never been more divided. I agree. It is not even close. Half of the women are like... Damn the consequences. I've been waiting to have this conversation for 20 years. Let's blow the whole thing up. And they're probably right. And half the women are like, shut the fuck up. You're going to scare off the rest of the guys. And the women are by no means on the same page. The second problem is I think now that the men have a really pretty clear idea of what you do not like or what you do not want us to do. No. I think they do. They still ask on dates. How are these dating apps treating you? And I want to punch them okay, all in the face. Okay, but that's like, not a man. That's not, fine. That's, like, no, that's not behavioral. That's not. Yeah, like they're as not going to step out of line because they're scared I of being they arrested. Know. They might not always do the right thing, but I think they're aware of what is right. Yeah, they don't have any clue of what you do want us to do <laughs> because you do not know what you want us to do. And Agreed. I've spent a lot of time in the last six months on our Great Love Debate show saying, you know, a guy, uh, just an opening. Uh, Thing on Tinder or Bumble is opening line. Yeah. What would you like him to say that you're going to probably respond to it no matter what? And the women have got nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Really? Yeah. Nothing. No one in there is like, you know what works? But all, but also, but, but it might work for her. But some that's woman just the other, her. Someone though. the other day in Seattle, she raised her hand. She goes, "I would like him to, uh, when he first starts talking to me, to uh, make some kind of statement that he understands the problem of the safety of women." Uh, oh my! So God. I said, "Can he just text you? No means no, and go from there." And she goes, "No, that's boring." <gasps> and I, that's exactly my point. I'm like, "What would you like us to do?" So I ask the women this all the time. We can't. Ask you out of work. We can't necessarily even walk up to you, you know, in uh, Starbucks. Starbucks. We cannot pick you up at your house. We can't do all these things. Tell us what you'd like us to do, and I believe the men will do it. But the women haven't given that nearly as much thought of what you do not want us to do. I think that the problem is is because women don't – it's like you're focusing on, like you're saying, the negative or what you don't want. And I think then they're just regurgitating shit. And when it comes down to it, like – You've, you have to be open to 
things that come your way that you think you might not want. I mean, within the realm of like moralistic things, but in order to date and to put yourself out there, you have to keep an open mind. And so I think somewhere there's this weird argument in your mind, like I need to be open to a certain type of guy that I think I might not like, a height or a way a guy looks or a certain job or a family or a religion or whatever. And then I also need to like be clear about what I want at the same time. And so they are regurgitating this, like, I am woman, hear me roar. I'm all part of the same club. Like, women are strong. I'm a boss bitch. And then they're also, like, still trying to figure out as they go because they don't know what's going to be presented to them. Like, I'm dating a guy that I wouldn't have typically thought that I would be dating necessarily. But I was open to it. Yeah. You're welcome, Jen. But I wasn't. I mean, he's (laughs) just missing normal, like, a amount of hair he's He's a little older than you thought no i've always liked older guys my whole life i think we can even play back i think i will say this he when jen is like i need a guy to be six foot plus or whatever her man is not short by any stretch of the imagination but he's not that like fucking uber tall person what is he five eleven she's she's i look up she's (laughs) five two so i met jen all she wanted was a good night's sleep and a puppy i got that and now she moved up to a boyfriend. And now why I is not good sleep. Why is Jen and two puppies? Why is Jen not single anymore? Because Jen, I believe, moved her comfort zone just a hair. I agree that way, and a lot more people were in that pool. Oh my god! It opened up to like the damn gates. It did. Opened. Jen, Jen was always, and a lot of women do this. They were treating their their dating approach like fly fishing, like that one or that one. You got to cast the big net. Yeah. You got to reel them in. You're going to get some three-eyed fish. You're going to get some (laughs) things. But there's a lot more chance to have a good catch in there than just saying, like, that one, that one, that one. Yeah, true. And she expanded it just enough. Just enough. Why am I not still single? Um, I think that you were... You know, I've studied you guys a long time at the scientific level. <laughs> it's uh, true. You were more we're like animals open to captivity. it than Jen was, and you were a little frustrated with like the guys you were dating, and mm-hmm. you were more of the "fuck it, I'll give this a shot" thing. Yeah, earlier. open in a different way than Jen. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. No, I think that's accurate as well. I also she don't... had to open up her type. You had to open up your heart. I gotta yeah. say that my guy though is my type, like a million percent. Yeah, but he's... if I presented him three years ago, you wouldn't have gone. No, out. no way. because I probably would have been like, he needs to have brown hair and, and no kid. kid. Yeah, but totally. Everything else about him, he happens to be Jewish. He's tall. He's attractive. He's in like good shape. He, we like the same things. He's got a great job. You'd be surprised at how I see this all the time. A lot of You're people welcome. walk around with this. Well, I just haven't met the right person yet, or something like that. And then one day I bumped into it. And I'm like, no, your perspective change yes like if you met that same person five years ago or ten years ago like you just weren't ready to recognize them but that person may have been around either that literal person or somebody in a different form something like it yeah. and you didn't it's about what you were willing to to recognize and act on and not dismiss and all those kind of things and that's so what then it, that's what it is more than the magical there's my soulmate at costco so then uh-huh. do you subscribe to the it's a timing thing i um, subscribe to it's a mindset thing yeah I actually also think it's a timing thing because I had a feeling inside. I knew. I was like, I think I'm going to be a second wife. I have this feeling because I don't relate to guys my like own age-ish, like that range. And I think the guy that is older, he has to have been married because otherwise 
what has he been doing to be that age? Yeah. And, like, then we probably won't relate because he might be a man-child and he won't have, like, similar tastes and, like, all of that. So I was like, he has to be divorced because that's the only thing that will account for his age. You were reasoning with, like, what the situation would be. Yeah, I was like, I just felt like that made more sense. And I was like, yeah, I'm all for being a second wife because, like, whatever she did to him is again, cool. I am going to come in and say the ago, day. you wouldn't want any part of that. Probably not. Yeah. Right. Or the idea of it would have been... You wouldn't have been ready to be open to the idea of it because you might not have even have thought it sounded all that appealing when just on paper, but you're more open to the idea of what's coming in and what someone can bring. And you're also older and you know what you want. Well, I went and found myself somebody that was divorced not too long ago. I mean, long enough where it's healthy for us to be dating, but like not that long ago. So I do feel like timing aligned because... And things happen in both of our personal lives where then we both found each other on an app. And he's like, I've actually seen you on this app before, but I felt like you were too young. But for whatever reason, I saw you the second time. I was like, no, I want to go out with this girl. There's a compliment in there somewhere. Totally. I was too oh. young. You aged a little bit. Well, like, you look tired, and that seemed more my age. Oh, and I said that to him. God, well, actually. I mean, I say, uh, I say lots of things, but two of my favorite sort of bon mots. Can we say that here? Sure. Sure. Um, or it's not that you haven't met the right person yet. It's that you haven't been the right person yet. Totally. That makes a lot of sense. applies to everybody. Because then you take accountability for your actions. Like, not like you people do. that are like, Is there's no one in this city that I can wander date. the earth and been like, I hope this person surfaces. Yeah. You have to make a, a physical change, a mindset change, sometimes a geographical change. You have to shake up your snow globe. Totally. The other thing that I say a lot, and you've heard me say this on here a lot, is that the women look for red flags and the men look for green lights. Yeah. And that is part of the Me Too. That kit. is, okay, let's talk about that. Yeah. In this day and age, all the time. You can't be too careful in this day and age. In this day and age, they're psychos. If you think the men now are more dangerous now than in 1974, you're fucking crazy. There were psychos all over the place. Uh, Ted you Bundy know- was alive and kicking so, back right. in that era. Women everyone. are like, well, you know the guy. Better now when you go out with him, and I'm like, how? No, uh, or, no, you don't know the guy as well now when you go out with him because you met him online. I go, you know what the screening process was ten years ago, fifteen years ago, whether or not he had a pen and a napkin at two yeah. o'clock in the morning, and that guy had to pick you up. Totally had to. Yeah, there was no Uber. Oh there no, there was no Uber. Totally. You're like, take me on a proper date. You have to pick me up, and then you die, and you're buried in his. No, you trunk. wouldn't die. The real oh, psycho no. yes. will hide it yeah. for three dates or six months or whatever you see on Lifetime movies. But and also, it's like you could get, you know, shot in a Trader Joe's. Like, I mean. You could. But the mindset of, I need to be able to get out of here. I need to be able to call my friend. And I, and that's all taking safety. But it's taking it a little too far that you are going into the date with the mindset of, not only is it not going to get work work out, but he's a psycho. Well, and my, men are not more psycho now. And it's all part not of the. Not more than before, not but more than we're before. just addressing that it's they all, are. And it's all part of owning. No, it's yeah. it's all part of taking control of your life too. Like, don't be. But the real psycho have, can hide it. The real psycho can hide it, and you also have control you're part of the situation as well and there are things you can do to be more vigilant or safe don't you're not at the mercy of someone else you're not at the mercy of like oh i hope i find the right guy or i hope i don't get raped tonight i'm not making a joke about that i'm just saying like you sometimes shit happens and sometimes you do just bump into the right guy or sometimes something bad will happen to you but for the most part you have a little more control you do sometimes but what the what the last six months or the last nine months now have done is a lot of women are are validated, and rightly so, in their mindset of, like, men have been mistreating me and men are assholes, and they're dropping out. 
And there's a big percentage of the men that are just like, fuck it. The virtual porn is here, and I don't need the shit. I don't need to... You get. It used to be like I might get rejected, but now it's like I might get fired and called a pervert. Totally, totally. the stakes so are the higher. The dating pool on both sides has shrunk a lot because people just aren't doing it now. Well, they're afraid. Are like, I don't need it. So, so what are they doing to fulfill that need? Because people can't just be like isolate themselves. Well, like you said, wine, virtual porn. Right. So like it is what it is. It's like I'm good enough that it's not worth. Yeah. The men are like it's not worth this. Uh, this exposure on sure. a lot of levels and the women are like I've heard it all the time I'm right these guys do suck men are assholes men are and it gets you hear it enough enough mm-hmm. enough that everybody the me too thing again wonderful but throwing everything in one big pot does not make the ingredients stronger it dilutes them yeah. however so though isn't like, there a positive that's me too it's a positive that people are having conversations sure. I think okay yeah. here's where I'll say there's a positive being from like the dating pool recently that I a, do have technology. I can Uber wherever I want to go. So, like, I I have just freedom to make my own choices. It's more just, like, a matter of convenience. It's not you like... You had your own freedom 10 years ago. Sure. Years but, ago. like, it's even easier now. Like, you don't have to go outside and have cash for a taxi. Or, like, you don't expect somebody to pick you up. You're both sort of coming in from, like, equal Things are ground. faster. Things I, are faster. And so, like, I just feel like it's easier and you just feel a little bit more secure in that regard. I don't have to call my parents. I don't live at home with them. I don't have to call cat. Whatever. So, I just feel like you're coming in already with sort of, like, a sense of you each are on the same playing field. However, um, I do think it is also nice that people are now on their best behavior because it does curb... Like, it brings it back to, like, what? The... 50s when people like pinned you and like showed a little bit of respect and like courted you like well, they, they might res- not be doing that now but I do think that they are sort of watching what they say and do like they're not as crass or they're not as vulgar because of that like not that people should but, be fearful okay. but it is giving people again some moral compass but yeah but I there's so- still the problem and it is a problem and we can't dismiss it that if Channing Tatum does one thing and some other guy does another thing it's how that's going to be interpreted mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. the difference between creepy and a compliment is who's giving it. And the guy has no I idea agree. how you feel about him because he's like, I heard she wanted some guy to just throw chase her, her, kiss her in the rain. Yeah. And the other guy, that guy might get the cops called on him. Totally. And so the men are like, I don't know which guy I am in her opinion. Eyes, yes. So it's not the juice is not worth the squeeze anymore. Yeah, but aren't there social cues and sort of interaction? Like, if a guy okay. kissed me in the rain, but I don't like him, and he pushed me against a wall and okay. just kissed me, I'd be like, I- We did, but I don't like him. He doesn't know. So we do this. Why doesn't the, he know? We did this at our show in New York. But and, why doesn't he know? And Bravo shot this, so you can see it on TV. And I said, I asked a bunch of women, and said, give me a sign that you like the guy and that it was okay for him to kiss you spont- spontaneously seen some of this shit mm-hmm. <laughs> it was everything from just like women were like staring and i go guys would you pick up on that and they're like no and then some woman like jumped yeah. on a guy's leg and humped him i'm like that's probably too much these me too these her. social cues are so subjective yeah they are and they're at a level only dogs can hear but then i also <laughs> but it is and i agree to that but then also you have to take it with a grain of salt like let's all understand that that's what's happening and if a guy does kiss you you know, spontaneously, there is a line. So if you're like, oh, my God, no, he needs to back away, obviously, and like, oh, I'm sorry or whatever. But like you then can't fucking blame the dude for that when you're the girl that's on the phone to your girlfriends five minutes before going, if he doesn't text me, I'm never talking to him again. Or he has to chase me or he has to do these things. Well, like, then it's like, what it, here, well, what, what do you has. want? 
The women over the last 10 years, again, to their credit, have gotten a little harder, and the men have gotten a little softer. So what the last nine months Much has, softer. What mm. last nine months has done has taken a pool of already, on some level, two passive men mm-hmm. and make them hesitate one extra beat on everything they do. Sure. That's where the chemistry happens, and that one extra beat, that second, that spark. And so that's really gone away. Up until a year ago, people were like, are you hopeful? Are you optimistic about men and women in dating? And I would come on this show, and I'd come on every show and be like, yes, and I think it's better. Or and whatever. now you're not? Not at all. Okay, so why do you think then – okay, so it's affecting the fact that both people are gun-shy for their own reasons. Both sides of the equation are gun-shy. Women are like, I'm not – this doesn't sound appealing to me because I don't want to be harassed and I'm not treated correctly. And men are like, I don't want to be looked at as the devil and it's not worth it. Both of them are just like, it's not appealing. The sheen has been removed. Why now? So now everyone's just going to be isolated. What do you think the outcome is two years from now? Like nobody's getting married. Marriage rates drop. Like dating apps disappear. Uh, Dating apps will become more precise dating apps will become less about love and more about need and so five years ago people are like tinder's a hookup app and bumble and everything and then dating apps really do still fulfill a good purpose you get out of it what you put into it people are wanting to get less out of it uh, people now are like i need 10 swipes before i go to bed to feel good about tinder myself. has tinder you now did and you know that what's that it's tinder university and you can only log on through tinder if you have a regular account then tinder you is tinder university you have to have a college email address Which is, and you can toggle back and forth between regular tinder and tinder you but it's like going with what you're saying tinder they networking yeah, business yeah. yeah yeah no but i think it actually would make apps more specific like because then people will stay in their own lane like the people People that are more into the like people don't sexual know. harassment point. might stay on their own app. People don't know their lane. So the more they're yeah. like, this is what I perceive I need, want, can take, can tolerate, can do, that really is going to so narrow everybody's pool that it's really not a good shot. I've, you know, first time I thought of this, we had Dr. Drew do Great Love Debate, and he's the one who said that the coming storm that is the virtual porn is that the you know, 14-year-old kid that is in school now, by the time he gets to 18, he's going to put on a helmet. Somebody who looks just like Blake Lively is going to tell him he's awesome and give him a reasonably satisfying sexual experience. That guy is never going to ask a girl out. And you can't tell him that it's better. It is, but he doesn't know the difference. Right. Like, so it's combo of video games that they love and, what you're used and they to. feel they can win at and nudity. So if you combine yeah. those two, that whole... A whole lot. I, we do shows in, you know, generously call some socially awkward places like San Jose <laughs> and Seattle and all these San kind of places. These guys are terrified. We do the show in New York, and the guys like, "Give me the microphone. I'm going to get laid tonight." We do the show in Seattle. Guys like, "If I'm on the microphone, I'm going to get laughed at tonight. I don't need it. I'm well, going to go home." But this goes back to your other thing that you used to talk about like a couple years back where like it's it's geographical dating is geographical like yeah. well then how can you not blame the city like when people are like you shouldn't blame the city it's you but cities well, are very different cities have different uh sort of feels to them and yeah and, and reasons why and people reason are there and demographics and everything i mean you cannot compare a city's dating where it is uh 90 degrees and sunny like phoenix all the time to someplace where it's rainy all the time like portland like it's a different social scene we named denver colorado the worst city in america in which to date last year why though yeah because the men just want to go fucking hiking 
And the women are like, if we wanted to go hiking, they should serve wine on top of the mountain. Like, we don't yeah, want to go hiking. So I when I do the shows there and we do them a lot, I say, everybody here, let's just make a pact that whatever you do on a date has to be inside for the next six months. And that spread all over the city. Like, it became big news. And people are literally doing that. And it's oh, getting right. a little bit better because the women want that. Fi- I don't want to be chasing you up a mountain. Yeah, I don't, no one girl. feels sexy doing that, especially on a first date. Like, but it goes back know. to like different ideas and perspectives of what's fun. Men and women are different, and we have to celebrate the differences instead of throwing everything into a pot and muddling up the ingredients and the. But flavors. a guy looks like a guy looks like a guy. Like it doesn't matter what scenario he's in; his hair is the same. It's not like a girl has to put on makeup and she looks stupid if she hikes with makeup, and her hair might be up because it's hot a or guy whatever. Is it not is. a guy, not a guy. Mm-hmm. A guy in Portland is showing up on your date. With a big bushy beard and a flannel shirt. A guy in Nashville showing up with a visor on and a golf shirt. Sure, like, but I mean in hiking. That, in that hiking. Matter, but it matters in, t- in terms of presentation, of mindset of the guy. And the women do take care, do certain things. But the guy, you know, they're looking at like, guy's a guy's a guy. What you physically find appealing or attractive yeah. is different city to city. But if oh, you, yeah, for sure. And the reason that people are drawn to a city, like a lot of, you know, techie people are drawn to San Francisco because that's where the jobs are and that's a certain type of person and then it creates a certain type of atmosphere and whatever. But if you fixed a little bit the problem in Denver with the. Fixed don't, Atlanta too. Okay. How, How did, did you fix, fix Atlanta? Atlanta? Well, the first thing we did was to debunk, and we did a lot of media on this, debunk the uh, theory. Uh, that it was, or the the myth that it was six to one, oh. women to men. Okay, which was literally like it was in the Atlanta Journal Constitution that somebody said it. People like Patty Stanger say stuff like that. It's fifty fifty in every single and if you city go into in it America. With that, yeah, and if you and so yeah. the women's mindset yeah. was, it's too hard. There aren't enough good ones. What chance do I have? So they were not even bothering because they'd been sort of brainwashed into believing that the odds were against them. Right. Wait, but in so, San Francisco, or not San Francisco, like more like Palo Alto area, aren't there more men than women? I don't know. It, it's imperceptible. But There's I, more men than women in Los Angeles. It's more men than women. It's imperceptible, though. In every city in America, between 20 and 65, when the men start to, to die off, it's like 50.2 to 49.8. Yeah, it's like now, not enough of a myth, difference. Now, like my friend John Berger, who wrote this Datanomics book. Mm-hmm. He's been on our show. Mm-hmm. He has. He says that there's more men, but those more men are college educated. Right. So that in the conversation, that tends to get left out, you know? And mm-hmm. so some so women have to be like, and what John also says is, maybe I want a mixed collar relationship something like that right. like that's the problem with a lot of the guys in, in silicon valley is they're successful they made money and they feel entitled to a girl now. Sure, sure they were told if i made a million dollars i could get a girl yeah and that's, now they're... that's los angeles that's yeah. not san jose it's but... very bizarre i mean listen i'm super attracted to a smart person in fact on bachelor in paradise one of the guys is a developer coder person and he's not by any means like the person you would think is super hot but he's killing it on Bachelor in Paradise I think because everyone's so sick of the like douchebags on that show that they're going after the one really smart guy but this brings us to going back to paying for the check now with these gender roles changing like there are also female developers there's female badass boss bitch leaders in their industry whatever they are and then there are these guys now because of the gender roles, forget me too, because of the gender roles, isn't that already the first layer of like confusion because you'll go on a date with somebody and like now guys are like, well, 
like guys were supposed to pay in the past, but now women also make a lot of money, or this person is successful. Just because socially we have changed, physiologically we have not changed. Mm-hmm. That might take a thousand years to literally change. So he still has that old school provider, protector, all that kind of, That's still a real thing. Yeah, but that's, what if he wants the girl to like offer because now uh, he's this guy and he's like, women can pay too. It's one of the rare uh, that's times a blue lobster. in early dating that he can still be the boy. Okay? Can't pick Not you up the anymore. Man. Can, uh, can See? Still, you oh. know what I mean? Still do that. So for the first three dates, let him pay for everything. After the third date, start paying for stuff before 6 p.m. Pay for breakfast, buy some movie tickets, and then it will slowly balance out so he doesn't think you're a gold digger over it. It will bounce out as your yeah. relationship develops. But early on, first three dates, thank you, I would love to do this again. Thank you, I like you so much. Yeah. He wa- he doesn't care about that because I asked the guys, do you want her to pay? They do not. Yeah. They don't want you to reach. I mean, you they don't want to, any of that. Yeah. I've heard mixed reviews on that, Like where if a girl doesn't even offer, it's like she's entitled. or Not that- if she gives the thank you, and you also are looking at Los Angeles. I've been 84 cities across North America, so I hear from everything. The guy will forget whether you offered or not offered if, if he believes that you were appreciative of it. Yeah. And say, I would like to do it again. Yeah. What if you don't want to do it again? Well, then, so then, then you offer, offer to pay? Sure. Because that's fair, because you're like, well... Yeah. Then offer then, to pay. But that's, and, and that goes back to your point. When you offer to pay or when things like that happen, you're sending a signal. I think that I agree to that. I think that, you know, if you're the type of person who has a very strong belief, like, I think things should be equal and it's not because I don't respect you and this is my belief and I'm trying to find someone who matches my set of beliefs and we should split everything, whatever, then fucking say I think it out you loud. Should start splitting everything once you get into the relationship. But, but you have a better chance yes. of getting to that point if very, very early early on you just let him lead the dance for a little bit if that's what you want if you're very specific and you want this thing then i think you just say it and find the person that's like very stern about it as well i think for the most part most people probably go on that bandwagon where uh, i mean i know i would like what i would think a guy would pay and i to me it's not demeaning we did a show again you're not in your 20s anymore we did a show in san francisco and a guy stood up and he said, I stopped holding the door because the women stopped saying thank you. And a woman stood <sighs> up and said, if you need the thank you to hold the door, don't do it. They're both right. Yeah. And they're both wrong. They're both right, right. and wrong. You're right. Well, I think as both a human right, being, you should show appreciation. Thing. You should say thank you. It's polite to say thank you. Right. But he shouldn't need it to do it. Yeah. True. Right. You should only be doing Yeah. Though, you know, it's both. It's That's the way it's muddled now. You can both be right and both be yeah. wrong. Right. And, you know, how, I've been driving this dialogue forward for five how years. How do we, people know. are imperfect beings and yeah. they're still learning. And that's why there's a that's whole why, area of self-improvement. What is right for you is not necessarily right, right Totally. For you. And that's why this movement is happening because everyone's up in arms about not like everyone being on the same page or agreeing. And listen, there are things that are generalized, like don't do that. This is wrong. That's not OK. But when it comes down to specifics, that's just a you thing. Well, and you got to communicate that or not. How did you you fix Denver? You fixed Atlanta. How the fuck? do we fix this me too thing because well, i don't think it's it's fixed the one thing i, I but what do we do because we're not going to be i think you need to understand virtual porn i think you need to understand as women that the women are absolutely not all on the same page and don't give me that you're mansplaining you're not a woman you're not going to talk about i i've literally talked to tens of thousands of women and they are wildly different we think nobody could ever possibly vote for donald trump because we live in los angeles 
Lots of people out there love Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah but okay, men so and women. Men but you and don't women. feel that men are not on the same page? Like, you think they are versus men women who are not? Men never say, men aren't care about being united. Men are like, fuck the other guys. Here's what I think. I'm on my own. I mean, it's kind of true. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, men are not this tribal... But- because of maybe no one also w- questions their rights. I mean, unless Tot- you're a minority, but totally, they I don't totally, have that mentality. They've yeah. never had that yeah, struggle. Yeah, that's true. I so totally agree strength in numbers. Who cares? They're already succeeding. But, they're the white man, but, unless they're not. You yeah. know, I I believe that there is a larger pool of dateable men in America than has ever existed in the history of this country. How do we... There are more men doing the work. There are more men asking questions. There are more men curious. There are more men doing that. But the bar... The men used to be shooting at a 10-foot basket. They're shooting at a 12-foot basket now. Good. The bullseye to get into your world because you need us less has been raised. So this pool is not worse, not different. They're probably this much better, but the bar is now here. And that's fine, and the, the but dis- you need to communicate the that. The discrepancy is that we need you less, but we don't want you any less. And that's where it's... Well, you heard me explain the difference between want and need at my last show, right? What, we'll explain that again for the people. I want world peace. I need tater tots. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> it, there's a difference of a passion. No, of I know, but the I'm just saying... The need is the passion. It creates a discrepancy. It, cre- it, it creates an, an the men want unclear to feel needed. feeling about what... Yeah, so it's like... And you can be right in both those things. Like, I maybe need you less because it's not 1950, um, but I don't want you any less. So how do you then create... That's where I think you're saying well, the I think women you are want unclear. Them less... If you can fill, fulfill other needs and it's not bringing a positive situation to your life, which I actually well, think this anything. will now. I know you said something about like we might run out of time or we're not going to make it in time or recover in time. I actually think this is like one of those moments that's going to shift things to a positive. It's going to at some point make people rise to a different occasion. And I think men might rise to the 12 foot basket and women may start to unite if they must unite or just adjust. I think everyone will adjust. Yeah. We all adjusted all the other times. I think we're going to adjust. We're adjusting different to this now. idiotic president we yeah. have. Well, here's we're trying why to fix it. It's different now. Why? Because, first of all, like I said, you need us less, but you don't even even uh, biologically really need us for the babies anymore. And so a lot of stuff that, that w- could always be either swept away or explained away or would bring us back to the, the mothership, that's not happening again anytime soon. So the only answer to this is, continued dialogue Mm -hmm. and to understand that the way you think and the way I think is not necessarily the way everybody thinks. Yeah. Well, that's for damn sure. Every relationship, every date is a snowflake. It is like no, so you have to take the temperature of me and you right now and where we want to go and see what you can do with that. I agree to that. And you don't want to carry things. I mean, you know, obviously your past experience teach you and bring, give you knowledge to continue to go on with your life. But for the most part, Every relationship and even in the micro level, macro level is a dating relationship is its own thing. Carrying luggage and baggage from other shit is never really like you don't Helpful. you kind of want to leave that alone because it is so true. Get rid of the rearview mirror. And yeah. Bring the positives forward and keep going. Keep and going, you think yeah. that that getting us to be able to date again more constructively would be continuing conversating about this topic and trying to understand that everyone's an individual. I would say change your mindset into what you 
do like versus what you don't like. Focus and on we the spend positive. a lot. Of, right. If I ask, because I've done this before, where I ask women, tell me what you're, what you like in a relationship or what you need in a relationship, and the list of what they don't like is right there because yeah. they spend a whole lot more time right. thinking about yeah. it. It's the opposite the what, of the secret. In fact, if you focus on the negative, right? Well, it's, no, it's, it's, it is the secret. It's just going to bring that into you your life, like right. yeah. and be able to express it confidently, playfully sportingly both parties like if you still treat everything like it's a fun experience a fun game whether it's a first date or a fifth date or let's go make a baby i think you're going to be better off when you go into this like where where's the emergency exit how do i pull the shoot on this thing what is wrong with this person yeah what can go wrong with this relationship that's never going to work totally you can't Um, go into that so you now probably have been on a bazillion dates in your lifetime right would you say you, you're an expert dater? No, I'm not. I, I have been on less than, I mean, I talk a lot of a good game on terms of like, go pick up. I've probably been on a handful of just cold turkey, just met, would you like to go out sometime? I've always sort of eased into the water like somebody I knew or somebody I met through somebody or somebody or whatever. So uh, I always, you know, I'm not the best person to ask about first dates. I'm just not. But then, so your great food feud that was not born from all of these dates you've had to go to different restaurants and try no, these things. The food feud was born from me saying that a good question to ask on Tinder or Bumble is what's your favorite condiment? Yes. And I think that that will tell a lot of what her answer is, the compatibility. And people started to throw around crazy things. Ketchup. And then I was like, ketchup, you, you seem very low maintenance. Interesting. Because you say that. I'm like, if you said like ranch, I'm like, oh, I can dip some things into it. If you said some sort of like aioli, something real funky, yeah, I'm complicated. Like, Shh, she's going to be paying the ass. Yeah, so I, I mean, started to like that French shit. ask these questions. And then Sometimes I realized that French. I'm in the passionate conversation business. Yeah. That's what I'm in. That everybody can talk about the love stuff, but everybody will talk about the food stuff. True. Everybody thinks they know the best way to eat this, the best place for the tacos. My favorite food and everything, and people will argue. And it, it brings to people together. Death. Yeah, totally. it's the one thing that everybody can literally sit around a dinner table and talk about. Okay, so other than dating and relationships, so now tell everyone before where they we wrap can, yeah. where they can listen to your new podcast, your normal Great Love Debate podcast. You can listen to the Great uh, Love Debate um, on all of the platforms, and you can listen to the Great Food Feud on all the platforms. Um, go to greatlovedebate.com. Go to greatfoodfeud.com. They're all on there. Um, yeah. You're everywhere. You really we're, are. And you're in cities and all kinds of things. Yeah. Are you on tour currently? Yeah, this is our last few months of the, at least the full-time Great Love Debate sh- uh, shows. We've done 329 shows. Jeez, Sam. 84 cities for five years. Wow. So we are have about nine left in sort of our regular tour schedule. Seattle, Denver, Charlotte, Dallas, New York. One more in Los Angeles. Ooh, Get them all hot, uh, guys. And that's it. GreatLoveDebate.com. And everyone can go to our Amazon store and find your book, How to Find Love in 60 Seconds, and that's Amazon.com slash shop slash complicated show. Go and find all of the things that you need to be date ready. And you can follow me at Lauren Leonelli on all the social meds. And you can follow me at Jennifer Golden on all the social meds. And don't forget to tune in next week for our another repeat guest, Jake Dupree. Our favorite merman. Oh, yeah. He'll be back. Um, and follow us at Complicated Show That's on right. all the platforms. We're here every week. And we will see you next week, too. Love, Love you long time. time.
from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Yes, who's that? The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.